coming at you live from my sister's guest room. I don't think that's a good way to do that. You I'm smushed, testing it. You just smushed your cheeks. I'm literally testing it. Hi. Welcome back to another episode of Yeah, We Said It. And today I have a very special guest with me. I'm so excited. It was her idea. Don't get it twisted. My sister Allie is joining on this episode. We are coming to you live from the great city of Chicago, Illinois. I am here visiting her. I leave Wednesday morning. So by the time you guys listen to this, I'll probably be back in Dallas. But um, you know, we decided it would be really fun to get on here and record an episode together. I apologize in advance for the sound and volume. I obviously don't have my professional microphone, so we're just using the great MacBook Pro's built-in microphone and speaker system, so just bear with us. Allie, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, it's an honor uh, for you and not as much for me. Now, this was your idea, okay. so you don't need to thank me. Thank myself. Thank you okay. for having this idea. Yes, I'm very excited about it. Um, I'm going to do my best not to put my hands near my face, and I recommend you the same. Was I putting my hands near my face? Yes. Oh, yes. wow. I guess that's really hard. So just so you guys have a visual, we are down in the guest room. Um, that is my room when I stay here. We're completely naked. <laughs> we have mud masks on our face. Yes. And our feet wrapped in uh, that stuff that... The wax. Right. That you take off and then your feet shed. So there's skin all over the room. No, we are laying on the bed like two middle school girls with our feet up talking about boys. And, or girls. <laughs> um, so the topic of today's podcast just came to us a few minutes ago which is why ali said let's just record this while you're here and it's about all the times i've been fired <laughs> emphasis on the word all um you know speaking from experience i've never been fired um i have quit um, i have also quit many times okay so Ella has a really solid combination of both of those things and it's just like her stories need to be shared with the world because you know, if you're a young 20-something, you know, part of me hopes that you can't learn from her because you're smarter than that. But the other part is like, you know what? Maybe other people are um, oblivious to how the world works as well. Um, and I will say that it they are embarrassing for me to talk about <laughs> because they're just really embarrassing. Like, I was really fucking stupid and mm. immature mm. not to say mm. that i'm that i'm not anymore right, right, right um it's just been like tampered down a lot but the choices that i made like the things that got me fired i mean it just depends on the story and we'll go through all of them but in some situations i zoom feel like i was not in the wrong <laughs> but in most of them i absolutely was right 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 um that I just thought of accurate. another time I almost got fired. Oh, wow. Yeah, so this is going to be, um, we're going to run the gamut here. Uh, times Emily, uh, Emma, I'm sorry, um, was fired, and then times that she was almost fired, but dodged a bullet, uh, and she'll explain what, what that and what those ways are. Now, do you want to share with 
our listening audience Mm -hmm. why you think I am so prone to being fired like your own sort of um takeaways on it or do you want to wait until we go through all these stories you know I mean I think I kind of already did I think I said that I'm immature uh, no I, I think I said that hopefully you're not as oblivious as Emma was to the world I think you grew up sheltered in a bubble everyone took care of you and helped fix all your problems and so when you know and and honestly did a disservice to you you're completely fucked up and a horrible person (laughs) (laughs) so now you guys know the truth no i think that being the youngest and yes having problems solved for you or you being given the answer did do a disservice in the sense of um it's taking you a very long time to get to a place where you're able to come to a solution mostly on your own (laughs) mostly (laughs) but you have and i think part of the reason you shouldn't be embarrassed is because look at where you are now to where you were then i know and i am a big believer of like everything happens for a reason it really does i i know people like i hate that but it's true because if you know what if you don't believe that i feel sorry for you that's a negative life perspective in a shitty existence um wow really just throwing truth bombs at you guys well it is i mean my babies were born seven weeks early in the nicu for six weeks and there was a reason for that what was the reason that was a really awesome example because um i don't know if you guys know this but my sister had twins <laughs> okay i was pregnant i gave birth to twins and they were born prematurely mm-hmm. um and now they're thriving and they're stunning and they're beautiful okay okay um <laughs> The reason is, is because it gave Jill and I, my wife, and oh, yeah. I, what we like to call baby boot camp. Mm. If we had brought those babies home. Straight from the hospital. Yes. Um, it would have been. We had a night nurse that I was, that we were going to hire for like a couple days a week. Like I can tell you right now, we would have drained our savings like every night. Like you just don't know. Yeah. You don't know from a newborn. And when we did eventually bring them home. Granted, I guess they were newborns at that point. There's a whole thing of, like, they finally caught up when we brought them home. So at that point, they were newborns. So we did go through that phase where they were crying all the time and we were crying all the time. But that being said, we had the tools and understanding of, like, when to freak out, when to not because of So your our point experience. is... My point is... Everything happens for Everything us. happens for a reason. <laughs> it gives you experience that you didn't have before. And hopefully, if you are, you know aware you learn from your mistakes which you know what i think it took you a long time to learn from them it did because you have been fired more than once but we're gonna we're gonna get into it let's not you know waste any more uh of these precious people's time okay i mean you go ahead because you said you wanted to conduct the interview so go for it i do so i did and i do emma yes please tell us the first time that you either were fired or we're about to be fired. Okay. Uh, we're going to need the date. Okay. So tell us the year. Okay. So the year would have been 2008. I was a junior in college at the University of Kansas. Okay. So that would mean you were what? Like 19, 20? Uh, 21. Like 2021. Oh. Okay. 20 slash 21. Not this the year. Date. Right, right, right. Okay. So you were 20 or 21 years old. Yes. Um. Go ahead. Tell us your story. Where were you employed? Um, Okay. So I was employed at a very popular coffee shop 
called Milton's. Now, I would say it was a destination for like brunch, breakfast, lunch. Yeah, I think your family I, came into Yes, town. I think I'm saying coffee shop because I was a uh, barista, if you will. Now, did they will. have an ad? How did you find this job? I mean, I think I just like I I forget what I was what I was doing before then. Um, probably nothing. You know what? I actually I worked at the um, Urban Outfitters for in day? in Lawrence for one day, mm-hmm. um, and I did say I'm never coming back. So, question: Yeah, was this during the summer or was this during school? Um, this was during school. Okay. Yeah. So, great. You were you you applied to this job. You you. Yeah. So Milton's, I was like, okay. okay, I think I could be like a really good coffee shop girl. Like I'm cute. Like I'm. Um, a little hipster. Um, I just feel like I fit the vibe aesthetically. So you think you're really hipster? I thought I was. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do remember. Um, so I, yeah, I went in and I interviewed, and I was told that the owner at the time, like the original owner, he liked young girls um, and was creepy. And so I was like, perfect, because I'm super cute. <laughs> this is 2008. This is 2008. Check, check, check. Um, and I will probably get the job, and I did. Um, so I was, so that was like your first foray into using your femininity. Yes. Femininity. For using my female powers to get what I wanted, if you will. Right. Yeah. But you know what? I think women are ashamed for that sometimes. And like, I don't think it's a bad I thing. mean, I didn't do anything. It's just like, I was really cute and you know, I know I'm just saying like 30 pounds lighter back then. And weren't we all, some <laughs> of us were 50 pounds lighter. <laughs> okay. And my hair was down to my waist and I looked like I should be serving up coffee to the local people. So you thought. So I thought. So I was hired as a barista um, and I, I I was hired with the owner knowing that I could not, I didn't know how to make uh, coffee drinks. Like I didn't know how to pull espresso, which is the foundation for so many coffee drinks, lattes, cortados, macchiatos, um, americanos. Anything with an uh and uh in it. Exactly. So basically what you're saying is that you were not a barista. No. I, I, that was my title. <laughs> but could I make you a latte? No. Okay. I couldn't. Oh, okay. We're good. Whoa. That freaked me out. Um, so... I can make everything else. Uh, I could pour juice in a glass. Wow. I can make you iced water. What? I could pull any pastry you wanted out of the pastry uh, display uh-huh. and serve uh-huh. to you, heat it up. Um, I Wait, could, you knew how to heat up a pastry? Yeah, I know it's crazy. I know they hired you for that. Yeah. Um, I can okay, make... Okay, but you couldn't do espresso. Yeah, so I couldn't do espresso, and um, I worked there, I think I s- actually... Going back, I think I maybe did start working there during that summer, and I worked there all summer long. Yes, um, and, and then, the whole time the owner was saying to you, "Oh, the whole time the owner was like, I would remind him like, hey, I, I still like really need a tutorial about pulling espresso shots." And he's like, "Oh yeah, oh fuck, like I really got to figure that out." Okay, like we'll find time. Like I'm gonna come in like early on a Saturday. Like we'll meet here and I'll like show you how to do it because he would come up and be like, hey, like, why are you not pulling drinks or whatever? And I'd be like, hey, remember? Like, you're supposed to teach me. And he was like, oh, yeah, shit. So that- and I do remember this. I do remember you telling me that this guy was supposed to teach Thank you. Thank you for vying for me. I do. I remember that. And you, I think you actually went a couple a couple Saturdays early. And I he did. didn't show up. Yes. 
You're right. I was about to say. So I definitely went at least two Saturdays. He said, like, we're going to meet there at 7 a.m. Or actually, it might have been, like, 6 a.m. Because that place opened so early. And he was a no-show. He stood me up. And, you know, again, like, I was really young. I didn't probably didn't make a big enough deal about it. I mean, um, I can promise you you made no deal about it. I mean, that's probably why he like young girls, right? Right. They don't stand up for themselves. Well, they didn't. You know, we do a lot more now, which is fabulous. Yes. But whatever. Yeah. Okay, so ultimately. So ultimately, the school year started which means I'm probably working there like two, probably two months. And um, something was happening at the shop with him and I. I can't remember. It just started to get like, our relationship started to get really shitty. Like his- Contentious? Very contentious. And I, I, everyone had talked about what an asshole he was and I hadn't really seen it. And then it started to come out full force. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, and I feel like maybe I asked off for some time or something. He was like, no. Oh, yeah. Something yes, like yes. that. That's ringing a bell. Yeah. And so basically, I just kind of knew it was coming. And I remember he called me, like, during my first class of the day. I was in the journalism school. And I was like, oh, I have to go take this because I know he's firing me. And I picked up and he basically said something about, like, you don't know. It's like, you don't even know how to pull espresso shots. I was like, yeah, because you didn't teach me. He's like, well, whatever. It's just not working out. I was like, okay, cool. Bye. And that was it. And then I don't think I went in there. You didn't get your last paycheck. I didn't. I don't think so. I don't think you wanted to. You didn't want to see him. That sounds like me. It does. I mean, not anymore, but. Okay. So basically that was my first TLDR. Yes. Um, you. TLDL. Too long. Didn't listen. Oh, okay. TLDL. I really had to think hard about TLDR, so. Well, you did good. Thank you. You did good, kid. Thank you. Um, so basically, first job you were fired, 2008, 20 years old. Um, you were a barista, but you really weren't, and this guy was a piece of shit. Yes. I would chalk this one up to his fault, not yours. Wow. So yeah, that's one, uh, one Emma? Yes. Yeah, one Emma, zero others yes okay on to the next one love that okay tell us about your next firing (sighs) my firing or near firing they have to go in order so my next one is a near firing tell us about that (laughs) okay so the year was 2009 the economy was shit Mm. i took literally the first job that was thrown at me which was um as a um local sales rep for cbs television like the affiliated station in dallas Mm -hmm. and um i i wasn't a sales rep right at first i was an assistant and then a sales rep position opened after i'd been there for like six months and or maybe like a year i don't know i can't remember so you were an assistant aka like a secretary yes you weren't bad at your job no you were able to like do your job but like Literally emailed all day, right, every right, right. day. Emailed, Google chatted everyone. Google chat wasn't like even a thing in 2009. So you just emailed back and forth. Literally like one, li- like what's up, send. Got it. Nothing you send. So you had it made. Yeah, I had it made in the shade. Um, and So this position opened up. And the sales rep position opened up and I was like, oh, I really want that. I know that I could do it. I, I know that I have that sales gene in me. And I prepared, like, I threw my hat in the ring, and I prepared a presentation and fucking nailed the interview. It was incredible. They said that was, like, the best interview that it, they had ever seen from anyone, like, over the course of their 20-plus years of being in the business. Got the sales rep job. Um, shut down. 
so you the the station didn't shut down you shut down yeah so basically you got the job you were like great that was a challenge it's over i won next okay um but also they didn't give me any clients like literally as a 23 24 year old they were like okay you have the job um we're not giving you any clients you're gonna have to literally build your list up from scratch is that normal no 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 anyone listening to this right now knows that's not like if you're in sales they're like what like you get a list so you have something to work off of right make new connections off those connections right um so i got handed nothing so when they said that to you what did you say i don't know i mean i probably talked to dad about it Mm -hmm. and he was like yeah i mean this is you know local sales like you it's cold calling so like get comfortable with it get on the phone you have to get in your car and like drive all over the metroplex and literally walk into businesses that you get a lead on because you were trying to sell commercial time yeah like Like i was local commercials yeah like come on down to pappy's radio shack i don't know (laughs) (laughs) okay so um you weren't given anything you had already given up before you weren't given anything 100 percent so uh, just like i did care for a little bit i did okay i did i believe and i was like trying my best to you know get comfortable with cold calling and stuff but basically it had been a couple of months i hadn't made one sale Mm. um and i was not being mentored at all i was gonna say where's your manager no he was the worst like even like thinking of his name right now makes me cringe um he didn't he was worthless um and so so nobody ever pulled you aside and said emma my one friend my like weird older friend did and he like really wanted to help me not in a creepy way um he really really wanted to help me and was like dude like you got to figure this out man like you're gonna get fired didn't he like to go drink with you I don't know. I can't really remember us, like, going to drink very much. Okay, that's good. No. Okay, so he was trying to help you, but your actual manager was a piece of shit. Yes. Like, uh, totally MIA. And you asked for help. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure that I did. Okay. But, like, probably wasn't, like, forceful enough about it. No, that's not on you. Okay. So, um, anyway, there just came a point where I just completely gave up. Like, I was like this is horrible. I don't want to do this. I need to find another job. I just have no idea. Like I have no idea what to do. Like I had this journalism degree and I just had no idea. So I, um, I would, I got to the point where I would get totally ready, come into the office in the morning, kind of like check in, say hello. And then act like I was super busy and I have lots of stuff to go do. And I would, literally drive straight back home put on sweats get on the couch and job hunt and cry for six hours (laughs) and and then like a lot of the time the thing is like being a salesperson like that you have a lot of freedom so a lot of the time i didn't even have to go back into the office like i could just email my boss and kind of tell him about my day or call him but there were times i did have to and like i would have to like completely get ready again (laughs) and go back to the office and I started spinning such a web of lies about my cold calling and like, oh yeah, I drove all the way out to Waxahachie. They weren't there, but like I left my card. Um, just kind of trying to like throw a pity party for myself. Mm-hmm. And it was getting to the point where my manager was like, this is really bad. 
this is really bad. <laughs> but I'm not going to help you, but this is bad. Yeah, like, I don't know how to help you. This is a really bad situation. Oh, and, like, same thing with him and the the guy who owned Milton's. The, who owned Milton's. It was, like, he kept saying, oh, yeah, like, set aside, like, block out two hours on my calendar, and we're going to sit and really, really, really go through this stuff. And I would do it, and something would always come up. And he would wow. always ditch me. Always. That's fucked up. Always. And I was like, okay, fine. I'm going to go in my sweatpants. So literally it was like, I, I guess I got a lead for a job at Fossil. I don't know. I can't remember how that happened. But I got a lead for a job there. And um, it was in sales, but not, it wasn't this type of sales. It was very, very different. And so I was like going in for interviews and everything. And um, literally the same day that Fossil offered me the job, my manager at CBS sat me down very seriously and was like, I need you to go home over the weekend and really think about it. This is what you want to do. And basically, I think he was like begging me to quit so he didn't have to fire me. Yeah, I wish he would have just fired you. Same. Um, and then I literally came in on Monday and I was like, hey, you know what? I thought about it this isn't for me and I actually got a job offer at something that I think is for me. And when I tell you that he basically sprang out of his chair with joy, I was like, okay, let's go tell the big boss. Come on. Oh my God. I was like, Emma's leaving. She found another job. What a pussy. Yeah, I was horrifying. So that was my brush with firing again. Okay. So that's two for Emma, zero for the others. Wow. This is actually really therapeutic to go to go I really through. am horrified. Like, it's so true what they say. Most managers are fucking shitty. Yeah, they're horrifying. And honestly, I think a big part of why I have, like, worked so hard to be such a good manager, I hope. Okay, let's, we're making this about Allie. No, I hope. Let's give her a moment. I'm thinking about it is because of all your shitty experiences. Like, the fact that this guy, like, wouldn't show up for meetings, didn't help mentor you, didn't guide you at all, and gave you no choice but to cry and feel sorry for yourself and feel like something was wrong with you. Yeah, maybe you were a shitty salesperson. Who knows? I think we all know. Maybe you were. <laughs> but you still weren't, like, nurtured and, and given a fair shot, in my opinion, based on the evidence you've presented. Yes. This is actually the perfect time to take a little break and hear a word from our sponsors. Okay, we are back talking about all of the times... I have been fired or almost been fired, and whether or not it was actually my fault. So far, we are two for Emma and zero for... The firing people. The firers. The firers. Ow. I just oh my cut God. my nail. Wow. Skin. Okay. That looks painful. Okay, so um, we are uh, past 2009. Yes. What's our next uh, incident? Um, so fossil. Okay. <laughs> Were you fired? No, almost. <laughs> okay, so uh, just to keep track, we are on her third job, job out of three in a row. Yes. In a row. Correct. Oh, no, no, because I worked at, I worked at the, um, this local hotel in Lawrence. You did? Yeah, at the, um, Eldridge? The Eldridge restaurant. I worked there for a long time and I did not get fired what like it was my last do? job I was a hostess oh you can't fuck that up you can but I didn't thank god 
I mean, you're very approachable. You know how to write. I don't. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, you went from CBS straight to, to Fossil. Correct. Walk us through the end of days. Okay, so I get to Fossil. Um, the job is not as described. Um, (laughs) It was very bizarre. It was working like with schematics. So it was literally... Weren't you like in Excel a lot and you didn't? That was... So, okay, so I got to Fossil and I was working on this like special team at Fossil. I don't even remember the name. It was just a very odd group of characters. And... It was working in schematics, meaning like literally like fossil watches are in so many different stores throughout the world. And so it was working with, you know, whatever kind of section or area you were assigned. Like if I was on, I don't know, like the Macy's team for fossil watches, um, it was figuring out like the schematics or the setup of their display yeah, case. Yeah, their display. Yeah, that makes sense. I okay. just, I clearly never really understood it. I didn't get it. I was like, what is happening? Yeah, like I can explain it to you and I didn't even do it. Right. So basically, it sounds like it was you were on the team that figured out how the watches all need to be set up in a specific way to be displayed. Right. And like I was, I was like, doing a lot of correspondence with the employees inside of the Macy's right, who sure were they had like the proper materials yes. and it was in the right order and right okay right I don't know what's so hard to get about I don't that. know I don't know clearly my brain just wasn't working so um there was this really wonderful woman who was at the head of the team and she was a very oh, she loved you um well she did for uh, like a week <laughs> She was a Diane Keaton type, mm. like that hair, the the style, like she was just super, super cool. And she'd been there for years. And um, she, um, oh, it was her and this gay man on the team. And they turned on me at the same time. And she pulled me aside twice to first, oh, that's it. She... First, she pulled me aside and told me that it was really um, unprofessional to chew gum in meetings. Oh, I do remember that. And I was like, okay. And like she in internal meetings? Yeah. Right. And now, how long have you been working there? I don't, like, three weeks, a month, maybe. Okay. So, offense number one, chewing gum, how dare you? Yeah, how dare I? And this is a creative environment. It was creative. Oh, like, yeah. Like, everybody wore... It's retail, like... Yeah. 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 Okay. So God called out for that. And then um, I don't remember what spurred or sparked this conversation. But the second time she pulled me in to have a one-on-one with her, she literally told me to not be me. Oh, my God. I'm remembering. Like, she was like, just like, be you because we love who you are. That's why we hired you. But, like, just... Not as much. So, like, were you really loud? I'm sure I was loud and funny and, like, you know, I'm, like, the freaking class clown. Like, but I'm cracking jokes. Yes. Like, it didn't seem like you were doing your work at all. Correct. I think that's what I gather from it. Oh. 
which I was, but yeah, like, do I want, do I prioritize fun over work? Absolutely. Absolutely. Sure, sure. And I have since day one. And you know what? That's okay. Is it? Yeah. Okay. It is. I like to make a fun environment, but the work must be perfect. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Or mama gets mad. Okay. So she was very unhappy with me. It's because you were too much. I was too much. I was too much. She decided she she didn't like me. That sucks. Okay. Um, And so luckily, it's so funny because she must have been complaining to other people in other departments about it because this one woman who was heading up the Michael Kors department was like, wait, I love her. Like, can I have her? And Diane was pretty much like, please take her. So I literally got traded off. Like, like you got traded like someone without like a contract on like a baseball team. Yeah, like they, she was like, by all means, please, please take her off of my team. And it just worked out that Getty, my Stephanie Getty, one of my best friends, was looking to move to Dallas. And her mom had been working at Macy's for Fossil for years oh. and knew my boss and so, oh my God. and so Getty got this interview and she literally swooped in, took my spot and I moved up to and the love horse Getty team. She's perfect. Yeah. Getty literally uh, has gotten 150 on every test she's ever taken. Right, right, right. Um, she's very shout professional. Out, hey, Steph. Um, and okay, yeah. So then you got moved to a different team because yes. this woman loved you. You had talked to her. She, she knew about you. Yeah. Like I think like we had to interact with all the different brands that Fossil carries. Okay. So this is why I'm said initially, oh, this woman loved you. Cause I remember someone did love you. Oh yeah. Like me and my Michael Kors boss were besties. Oh. She was so incredible. Um, she was just so incredible. However, there came a point. <laughs> oh shit. This is when, like, I really, really was, like, picking up steam on my blog, and I started doing... Was this before or after you brought Cece into work and put her in a bucket? Oh, this was before. This was... Oh, after. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I got in Cece. My boss was obsessed with her. She was, like, coming into work with me all the time. It was amazing. Um, So, but I started getting, like, little side writing gigs, um, and I wasn't like, I wasn't secret about them. Like I was so proud. I was like, yeah, I wrote this for this. Like you guys should read it, whatever. And it's that it started to hit me like, what, what the fuck am I doing in sales? Like this doesn't, I love this company. And like, I had the best time of my life there. When I was there, I was the perfect age to be there. I was like 25 and everyone was my best friend. We did everything together. I, you know, fell in love with one of my co-workers and it was horrifying and oh my god my heart older yeah he was 30 and you were 25 Mm -hmm. and my heart was shattered and then I watched him go on and date like five other girls within Fossil and then he ended up marrying the front desk receptionist which I always joke about like he got that lazy that he just walked in and was like you (laughs) it was horrible and that was my first like I had just broken up with my college boyfriend so that was my first time like real world dating and I chose to date a freaking coworker, and it was, oh my god, wasn't he on the design team? Yeah, he's on the design. Okay, we're done talking about him. Okay, okay. okay. So you're on this new team. You started writing more. Um, I started writing more. Emily, my boss, mm. who I still love so much to this day, um, just basically was like, um, "You, you are fading. Like your work is suffering." 
I can like I know that writing is what you really want to do and like I support that but like I can't have you being half-ass about your job here and um a a pattern that people have told me all my life is when you're on and the best you're the fucking best Mm. but when you're off you're the literal worst (laughs) (laughs) and that has been in every facet of my life okay so uh you became the worst and And what was you know the nail in the proverbial coffin um there wasn't like emily basically was like i think she got really serious with me one day and was like i do not want to have to fire you so you gotta figure your shit out and I started applying to ad agency jobs to be a copywriter because I was like, I think that's what I'm supposed to do. And so <laughs> I just realized that my next job is like a fire. Okay. Oh my god. Okay, I hate myself. No, don't. So you so I got it. Another job. I got we put a your job. book together. Yeah, we put my book together. We like my whole family like helped me craft emails to send to these ad agencies. And literally, the first one that I wrote to wrote me back immediately and brought me in for an interview like the next week. And my blog is what got me the job there. So, so it seems like so far your luck honestly is pretty great. Well, that's what I'm saying is that like I am a piece of shit, but right. I have incredible luck. Right. Like knock on fucking wood. Well, you do, but you also do interview well, which does have some significance. True. Um and you're not bad on the eyes. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Not not to say that it's about looks. <laughs> well, it's not. So that was a okay. <sighs> um, so you told Emily you you tell Emily, yeah. hey girl. I'm leaving. Like, you don't have to fire me. And was she like, okay, thank God. I can't remember how it went down, but basically she was really happy for me because yeah. she was like, I just am glad I didn't have to fire you. Okay, so now this is going to be two for Emma, one for the firers. Really? hmm Oh. Yeah, because she had to be like, bitch. Yeah. You are being the worst. Yeah. Like, I support you and what you're doing, but you can't slack, and you are. And so, like, don't make me have to fire you because I've seen how great you are at this job, and now you're being horrible because clearly you don't care anymore. Right. That is 100% on you. Yeah. Okay. She is amazing, and I love her. Okay. I mean, I love her, too. Okay, so that's two to one. Um, okay. Okay, so you go to your next job. I go to my first job as a junior copywriter at an ad agency, what I have decided my career path is going to be. And I'm so insanely nervous. And I go, and this is this is the first, the only real world job, like career-wise that I've gotten fired from. Okay. <clears throat> so. Okay, so um, I'm just gonna need you to give us a timeline of when you started okay. and, and when you got fired. How long were you there for? I think I was there for almost a year. Okay, almost <laughs> yeah. a year. I think like, like literally, I think it might've been like 11 months. Okay. So right before, it would've been a year I got fired. No, I do wanna let you but know. Actually, it might've been a year and a half. Okay, well in my mind, I thought to myself, oh, it was like seven or eight months, because a year is nine months. Because my babies. Oh. Right. Did you have twins? I did have twins, <laughs> and I also was pregnant. Okay. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. So, very, uh, okay, so in, let's just go within under a year, because it's just better. Okay. So, 
when did you know, like, things may be not looking good? I truly was completely blindsided. Okay, so let's walk through uh, the three or four offenses that HR did bring up to you. No, they only brought up one to me, and then they told me the others while they were firing me. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah, so... um, I think you guys may already know where I'm going with this one. This might be a 50-50 split, to be honest. Okay. But let's walk through uh, each of those offenses okay. and, and the fateful day. So okay. you're going about your job. You're a good copywriter. Doesn't your boss like you? Oh, my boss loves Loved me. You. You and did- I'm doing so well. I'm yes. like, I started to write for one of the bigger accounts for McDonald's. Mm. Uh, I was getting like flown out to Chicago to films to like have big meetings. Mm-hmm. I went, I got to be on like a commercial shoot. I mean, things are going well. Like I, I'm, I was doing well. Um, at some point, um, very early on, I, you know, social media had really just started taking off. And by that, I mean, like Instagram. Right. And so um, I think then we'll start to see a trend here where social media um, <laughs> ruined my life. Correct. Yeah. Okay. So take it from the top. Um, you walk in. HR says, Emma, we need to talk to you. Correct. I get an email. You get an email and um, you're freaking out. Yeah, I'm like, what? Oh, Why? dear God. It's so soon into the job that I'm like, what could I have possibly already fucked up? What do you mean? I thought it was 11 months. No, we're talking about the first HR offense that I did get called in about. Okay. Yeah. You're f- when and how? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that, when was that? Like, very soon in. Like, under a month. Maybe, like, at a month. Okay, great. It seems like a trend here. Okay, so at a month, HR calls you in. They need to talk to you. Yeah, and basically they're like, it was brought to our attention that you like posted something on Snapchat, I think it was actually, um, about like the bathrooms here. And unfortunately, like you could see the reflection of who was in the stall next to you. Um, and they recognize themselves and they're really, really upset. And I. <laughs> so you were, so like, to give context, you were, po- you posted or you Snapchatted or whatever it was. I was like in the, in you a were stall. In the stall. And you were talking about how the gap between the door and the side is so big. It's so massive. And we all know as women, this is, this is the truth. Amen. Yeah. You know, preach, like there preach, was preach. just like the privacy, like was non-existent. Right. And so you guys you- know, I've always talked about bathroom stuff everything yeah so you posted this and i didn't look at it closely and i didn't realize that because the the wall the back of the wall was made of tile and it was like a blue tile so that's why you could kind of make out someone's someone in the next stall but you couldn't like see details or anything like that like nothing nothing like that at all but this person recognized their silhouette and they got very upset and brought it to HR's attention. Okay. So I got called in for that and it was like a mark on my thing. Um, and I think I like asked, I was like, can you please tell me who it is? Because I really want to apologize to them. Uh, no, they would never tell you personally. And yeah, they didn't, but I I was really upset. I mean, I didn't mean to do that. I was just a fucking idiot, you know? Right. Okay. So, that's not the first time you've realized you're a fucking idiot but yeah 
that was a rough one. Okay, so that was the bathroom incident. So, like, I'm already starting off, you know, I have a bit of a record already. Yeah, everyone's kind of side-eyeing you. Why yeah. did this girl post a picture in the bathroom? Like, let's keep an eye on her. She is a piece of shit. No, it's like, oh, she doesn't think. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm an Aries. I'm impulsive, huh? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyway, besides that, everything's going really well. Um... And, you know, I'm doing well, I'm excelling, uh, writing good stuff and um, doing so well that I get a company credit card. And because I am 26 and immature as fuck, I posted about it to my Instagram. Um, I covered up all of the, the number of the card, except for the first four digits, because those are worthless and said something like, you know, I can't wait to spend this all on. Ex- I was like, drinks are on me or like something. It was something like that. Yeah. That just was like, like a joke. It was so stupid. It's a stupid joke. Like you were going to spend money on like a private jet. Yeah. But like, I didn't say private jet. No, I know. But I was okay. just like, who wants drinks? Like something really stupid. Okay. Um, And that was it. Whatever. Um, Continued on with my career there. Um. Went on this, you know, McDonald's commercial shoot I was mentioning and buying drinks for everyone. <laughs> no, not at all. I think I like used that card once. once I know. So, um, around the same time, so this is 2014. So it was the 10 year anniversary of one of the greatest films of our time, Mean Girls. And my friends and I were obsessed. We still are. We quote it. Once a day, at least. Who isn't? Yeah, exactly. Um, and I was very big, and still am, but I was back then especially very big on being the host of gatherings with my friends. Like, it was just my favorite thing to do. Mm-hmm. It was always, everyone come to Emma's. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to be a theme. Especially a theme, yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, a girls' theme. night, whatever. So I was like, okay, 10-year anniversary for Mean Girls. How can I make this really special? At the same time, I was pretty integrated into the company by then, and I was friends with all of the girls who work there. All of the account girls. There were account girls and like producers and okay. maybe like one creative. That sounds about right. Yeah. Um, of, of a ratio. Yeah. <laughs> and they just thought I was like the best and begged to be a part of this party that I was throwing for my friends. Like they were like, please, please, please. Oh my God, can we come? And I was like, um, yeah, okay. Like, that'll actually be really fun to, like, merge friend groups. So there was, like, seven girls maybe? Yeah. Yeah. But, like, in total, like. Yeah, it was, like, Whataburger like and then, like, girls or some, yeah. something like that. Okay. So I was like, okay, what can I do to make it really special? Like, I want to hand out, like, something really funny and clever, like a party favor. And I was like, oh, my God. I will recreate the burn book exactly as it was written in the movie, but just put everyone's pictures on the pages and that's exactly what i did like it i didn't change any of the copy it's all in the movie it's like grazie little biatch fat virgin um what's the one that regina writes a fugliest slut you'll ever meet i don't know whatever i I don't have as good of a memory as you but yes i mean i can picture it vividly and i thought it was so clever and i was so jealous that i wasn't getting a fucking burn book yeah obviously everyone was jealous they weren't getting a fucking burn book because it's like posted about it and everyone was freaking out yeah it was the funniest idea ever and that again what you just said was my downfall i posted about it and i tagged all of my friends including the work girls who were included 
And like, I wanted to show off my product. It was really, really creative. And clearly someone from the company saw, you know, saw it because of who they were friends with, um, saw someone who was tagged, I mean, and, and I'm trying to think of like how this went down. Oh, I think that we had just gotten back from the McDonald's commercial shoot. So we were going, we were in studio like all day. And when you're in studio in the ad business, like you don't have to come into the office, you just go straight to the studio, which is a separate company entirely. And so that morning I was literally getting ready, like throwing on sweats to go to the studio. And I get an email from, um, the executive assistant of like our head of creative who like had just started and like literally she just it was she was like a week into her job and she was like hey like do you have time to meet really quick this morning and I was like oh shit um and I wrote her and I was like yeah I mean I wasn't planning on coming in because we're like editing in studio today but yeah I can definitely like pop in just I mean you guys I was completely blindsided I had no idea and so I go in and I walk in and I see her at a desk and I was like trying to say hi. And she kind of just like turned away from me and she sat like on the other side of the partition from me. And I was like, wait, what? And I'm just kind of sitting there. And then she emails me again. She's like, um, hey, um, you. Who, who, who is it? The one that doesn't say hi to you? The, the assistant? The assistant to the head creative guy. Right. So she, you try to say hi to her and she doesn't respond to you. No, she's like very awkward and kind of like. Oh no, because she knows. Yeah. And then I'm sitting next to her. Now, do you think that she's the one? Because did you not include her? No, she was brand new. Okay. No, no, I don't. Um, she, I, I remember kind of like sitting there and there was only like the partition dividing us. And then she sent me another email from right next to me, basically mm. saying like, hey, so-and-so, hey, can you, can you head up to this room in 10 minutes? And I, and I think I might've even said out loud, like, hey, like whatever her name is, like, hey, Sandra. Yeah. And she didn't respond. So I was like, okay. What? They had to document everything. Yeah. And so, like, I waited 10 minutes and I go up in the elevators. Did you have any inclination or were you like, do this is fun. I'm going to get to meet the, like, they want to talk to me because I'm so talented. Yeah. I, I don't, I, it yeah. definitely wasn't, I think I actually made a joke to my creative partner at the time. Um, I think I was like, oh my God. I was like, what if they're firing me? Like, when they call me in and he was like, shut up. Like, we just shot, like, such an amazing commercial. I was like, I know. <laughs> and so oh I go God. up in the elevator, and the this is, like, when it, like, the it was, like, slow-mo. Like, the elevator doors open, and you could have, like, I had a clear shot of the room I was going into, and I saw the head of creative and the head of HR, just the two of them sitting in there, and I was like, <gasps> and I walked in and shut the door, and they were like, hey, Emma, um, so unfortunately, like, this is going to be your last day here um like effective immediately effective immediately and i was like what like i could not control yourself i couldn't hold it together like i was so shocked and so devastated like i just started sobbing and the head of creative had has a daughter and like his face was like he wanted to die he was so upset um and i was like i don't understand i like thought everything was going so well and they're like this has nothing to do with your talent 
um, you know, you created this burn book, like you were calling coworkers fugly sluts. <laughs> I'm not kidding. And I was like, it was a joke. It was a joke. It's Mean Girls. It's a movie. Like, it I was a parody. I copied it exactly. Those aren't my words. They were all in on it. And and I was like, they were so excited. And they were like, well, we don't. How are we supposed to know that? And I was like, you didn't talk to them. Like, you didn't talk to any of the girls that were included in the burn book to ask them how they felt about this. And they were like, no. And they weren't going to. And then they brought up the credit card thing. And they were like, we're just really sorry. Like, it's just not going to work out. And I literally, like, had to leave immediately. And um, I went back up, like, a couple days later. And they boxed up all my shit. But I, like, got out to my car and I was Did you- sobbing. Like, called my parents. Like, couldn't even talk. I was crying so hard. Like, I remember. It was horrible. It was horrible. I mean, that's awful. Oh, wow. I know. So, I don't know. Is that my fault? The credit card thing was fucking stupid. The HR thing, the bathroom thing was also stupid, but mm. they were innocent. Like, it wasn't, like, malicious. I know, but again, like, how are they to know that? I'm, like, upset. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I think that... I got fired for a burn, burn book. You got fired for something that wasn't even a real thing. That, like, I think when we discussed it as a family, it was, like, somebody had it out for you. Yeah. But, like, that isn't... I think real life. Yeah. I think that you might have been a liability. You had one too many strikes against you. And unfortunately, that was the final straw. And for all we know, one of the girls was offended and did go to HR. Right. We don't know. Uh, Yeah. I I think that's a 50-50 split. Like, I think... I I think that it's a 50-50 split. I still have the burn book, by the way. You are going to have to post about it for everyone. hundred percent. Yeah, I will. Yeah. I will on stories, but, um, yeah, I still have it. Yeah. Like I just, glory. that's hard. I mean, I think, I think if you hadn't had any other offenses, it would have been fine in Maybe. the sense of like, it would have been like, Emma, this is not okay. But like, also it's like, I was tagging, like one of the girls that I tagged, her dad was like the president, even though like her and I are still not friends because like it we're like instagram friends like she literally wrote me when i got engaged and was like yeah. i'm so fucking happy but for it you. might have been like yeah but i'm saying like, like her dad yeah. might have seen her tagged or Correct. her mom and like doesn't like doesn't know what mean girls is is like why the fuck is someone calling my daughter a slut and you know freaked out and was like who yeah. is this person yeah i don't know send your theories yeah please send your theories okay so um let's move on to so we're at number, that was number four. Yeah, but that was my, so that's no, only that the second time that I've actually been fired. Time. So Milton's barista. So I'm, we're breaking even. It's yeah. two. Almost. Almost and two actual firings. Let's go on to the next actual firing. This is, I don't have an actual firing. I don't. Yeah, you do. No, I don't. I quit. No. Val catalog. Oh, shit. <laughs> Shit. Okay. Fuck. This will be a quick one. <laughs> okay. We're almost at an hour. Um, okay. So when I got fired, and this was right after the rock, <laughs> clearly that time in my life from like 20, 24 to 26 is really, no, 24 to 27 was incredibly rough. I, yeah. I mean, I, honestly, I think a lot of this has to do with like growing up in a bubble and like thinking like stuff like that is like, 
okay and like there aren't consequences not to say that like the burn book thing deserved what you got i I don't think that it did i think it's just like naivete Mm -hmm. um especially this next one so yeah you unfortunately get fired from your advertising job yes so you're scrambling to get some work so you can pay rent yes um you sign on with an online like blogging uh it was it's called thought catalog and it's still around um it is basically just like listicles articles love a listicle written by people like me um so they want to bring me on as a as a writer um and they want to pay me thirty thousand dollars um which is an absolute fucking joke all the time but especially because they were having us crank out like five to ten articles a day a day yeah i mean honestly though it sounds like shit advertising junior level creative pay yeah so um i was just so happy to have the job and you know have that time to build up my writing portfolio um so two months into the job i (laughs) i got sick and um like just like a cold yeah like a cold and and like here's the thing i i know that they were and are a real business but the way that i was onboarded it was like things were so unorganized and so casual that i guess like in the back of my mind i didn't take it super seriously even though they took themselves maybe a little too seriously okay so i got sick and i emailed whoever i was supposed to and was like hey i'm not feeling well um i think that i'm gonna try and like rest for the morning and then if i feel up to it log on for the afternoon and they wrote me back like to me where you're starting to go wrong is you're being too honest yeah and that's another like you went from like doing like naive stupid posts to being like too overly honest um i don't disagree with you i don't disagree with you i it was like i was basically like Mm -hmm. flipping to the other end of the spectrum yeah 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 um yeah you were going from lying about going to waxahachie yes to to being fully like i feel kind of sick but not really but like i don't really want to work like can you just give me like a few hours to figure this out yes and they wrote back um and they were like um yeah so we we just need you to tell us up front if you're going to take a sick day or not because we need to like understand how that's going to affect our volume of content (laughs) for the day and at the same time or maybe like the same day i got a freelance like side gig with bravo television to write something and i did not understand how having a salary job and free doing freelance stuff worked i clearly was very very confused about all of this and i wrote them back and again was way too honest and basically said um so i think i am gonna take a sick day i just don't feel up for it um but i i'm gonna spend like an hour working on this freelance thing and they were like what so you're gonna take a full sick day and um and not work for us <laughs> even though you're a salaried employee and then this told us you were you're gonna spend time working on a side thing uh, i don't 
very accurate literally even just saying that out loud i do not understand i don't understand why i did that i don't get it i don't know i mean i think that's the answer is like you just didn't know i didn't get it um about anything no Mm -mm. so um and you promptly responded "Mm -hmm." i don't remember what i responded but basically they called me like literally a few hours later on speakerphone and fired me and we're like, it's not working out. Everyone always says it's not working out. Well, you know what? It's not. Okay. So. For them. So, yeah. So I got fired. Are you okay? This one, I think you're down in the dumps about. Well, it really sucked because it was such, like, the thing is, I worked there for a few months. So the volume of content I created is amazing. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really helped me. And, like, it helped grow my following and just helped me, you know flex my writing muscles and i wrote some like really entertaining awesome stuff for them um but yeah i mean it was way too premature and it just sucked and everyone that was on the staff there writing like a staff writer when i was a staff writer has blown up um they have all blown up like jamie veron veron like she was my mentor she was amazing i remember that and she is so massive on does she talk to you still no but I follow so, her. So none of them talk to you after the fact. Absolutely of what not. You did. Like I, I'm telling you, everyone hated me. Like even before, even before. Like I, I was the new girl, and they'd all been writing there for forever, and like they had their own language and inside jokes and how things worked, and everything was online. Like I never saw any of them. Like there weren't like Zoom calls and stuff happening back then, so yeah. I didn't see anyone. It was literally was all through chat. 20 no 2014 2015 2014 or 2015 i mean i feel like i remember you and jamie like having a conversation oh we did like jamie was amazing and she 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 reached out to me no she didn't she didn't but everyone else did and they're like some really big names and whatever like yeah so jamie was so helpful jamie like called me like right after I got fired and was like, are you okay? And I was like, no, I'm just so upset. She was like, I know. I'm so sorry. I tried. Like, I did what I could. They were just, like, really weren't happy about how you handled that. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I it was mean, really sad. That one is for sure um, your fault. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I think we all know. And I think the score is, like, two and a half to one and a half. Yeah. So you are winning, which is good. Oh, thank God. Okay, so um, that was that. Mm-hmm. Should we move on to our final? What? Oh, Emma's looking through her email. Oh, right that was now. it. Was twenty fourteen? Yeah, it was twenty fourteen. Like I have this email from Jamie that was October fifth, twenty fourteen, and it was a September progress report. Uh, total posts written in September forty eight posts. Oh my god. 48. Average reader per post, 20,424 readers. Total readers, almost a million. Everything happens for a reason. I guess so. Um, you weren't supposed to be big and popular and a okay. celebrity, you know? Okay. You were supposed to be nothing. Oh, perfect. That's worked out great then. Hasn't it? Yeah. No. I mean, I, I don't really know what to say. You, n- you never know. Um, wow. Okay, so... <laughs> In conclusion, we're at the end. We're at the end. Or, I mean, that's pretty commendable list. So I've gotten I, fired. I've legitimately gotten fired three, three times. times. I've almost gotten fired twice. twice. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. okay. <laughs> Let's keep saying the same thing. Oh, you said that's five experiences. Um, out of those five, how many are my fault? Two? Two and a half. Two and a half. So I'm breaking even. And that's all we can hope for. I mean, I always do break even, so. Amen to that. I really do. I just think it's like all of the stuff has happened to you. You're an incredible person. You pull through every time. You may sob and cry and be in sweatpants, but you always come out the other side. Um, and I think it's inspirational. I do think you're the worst. Thank you. But I also think you're the best. Well, that is, like I said, a pattern in my life, and many people share the same sentiment. And when you do love something, you do put your whole heart into it, and you have such a talent. So Thanks, Suze. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for making me go through this. It was very cathartic, mm. and I hope that if you're I, listening... I you hope le- someone learned something. Yeah, I hope someone learned something, and if you didn't have to learn anything because you're smarter than me and already knew these things i hope you were at least entertained for the last hour and feel better even better about yourself yeah well thank you so much emma oh thank you so much Allie. good day